Raiders of the Lost podcast is brought to you by our friends Manscaped, the leaders in men's grooming. Use our coupon code Raiders of the Lost at checkout from manscaped.com to receive 20% off your entire order and free shipping worldwide. Join the over 2 million men trusting Manscaped with their grooming needs today and get ready for all their new products launching this year like their body wash, 2-in-1 shampoo conditioner, their lawnmower 4.0 groomer, and so much more. Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, one of the fastest growing movie podcasts in the world, where we discuss all things film. In this episode, we react to the season finale of Moon Knight. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Anthony here. And James here. We just finished up the action-packed finale of Marvel's show, Moon Knight. And I thought it was a pretty solid finale. I think it had a lot of much-needed action sequences. And I think it finally delivered on that punch that we've been really craving in terms of seeing Moon Knight fight and seeing uh, Mr. Knight fight a little more. And we got some... A new superhero. We got Layla became a superhero in this episode as well. So a lot happened. Um, it was risen by Harrow, and it was bonkers. It was crazy. Yeah, this was a huge episode, gigantic. I think, like you said, it was much needed action from the last two episodes, which have been more character and emotional driven. And so to see this huge bombastic conclusion, conclusion with a few really good fight sequences, some crazy CGI sequences. And a massive scale across the entire city of Cairo was a lot of fun. Yeah, lots of situations with these gods. So Layla wakes up Khonshu. Uh, Mark is now in the field of reeds. He's in his paradise, but he rejects it. He goes back to find Steven in the sand. And they both are able to escape together as the gate opens up. And That's my favorite part of the show. Was the was uh, Mark has accepted Steven completely he says you are the only real superpower i ever had very touching so cute and so now they they're sharing the body equally i really like that aspect to the character um, development for both of them they're going switching back and forth they're taking turns speaking it's not just one person's in control while the other person is trapped i really like how they finally are sharing the body equally and they're probably balanced now yeah and amit has finally been risen by harrow he smashed her statue and she rose he he gronk spiked it yeah, Gronk spiked it. <laughs> and uh, Amit was a great character design. This crocodile or alligator, I'm not sure which one. Uh, I believe Egyptian, crocodile. Cro- Egyptian god. Is that what was indigenous to Egypt? Actually, the, the Nile crocodile River? I think has the narrow nose. Which one's so freshwater? Which one's Alligator, sea? I think. Alligator, so that's probably an alligator because of the Nile River. I'm guessing. It's my, my assumption. And really great design. And Amit is clearly super powerful. And Harrow wields the power of Amit now to its full extent and goes and messes up all those other gods who I guess just, they don't have powers anymore, really. Or it was, I guess they didn't have it in the budget to show this battle sequence. They were saving it for the finale because he just tore them apart off screen. Yeah, with the, um, it was a crocodile. I just Googled it. Crocodile head. Thanks. So, Disney, obviously, they're not showing killing on screen. This is an example of the entire show. Like, not actually showing someone. Being physically di- killed on screen, so that's—I feel like it's happened time to time in the episode in the show. I like actually showing someone die. I don't know, well, like, like 
I don't know. I'm trying. I, to, I we haven't seen. There's a lot of action sequences. Like no, the, yeah. There's the a battles lot of, with the horses and stuff. Dudes were definitely killed then. I'm not sure He's you like could throw spears through guys. I guess, but I, I'm not sure you could really tell that someone was actually killed on screen. There's no blood everywhere. Yeah, yeah, no blood. You could like physical violence, but also you couldn't tell like they're for sure dead. Pretty sure it's PG, right? Yeah, it's PG. Oh, really? It's PG. It's Disney. I'm surprised. Wow. But um, I I thought it was. I like Harrow's development, and I liked how the staff has gained new power, and how it had the it formed into the crocodile head. And I like I think the stakes have what's kind of, have been what's kind of missing for the show, high stakes in terms of big consequences, because we've always known like it's been building up to Harrow's big plan, but we we haven't really felt it yet. But then to see Harrow literally exercising the souls of to hundreds of people across the city, like. That was like, okay, things are at stake. People's lives are in danger. Like, these are the consequences we're finally seeing on a grand scale. All these souls being thrown down into the underworld uh, preemptively, preemptively without being judged for uh, the actions they've already done, but their future actions. So I really like how we finally felt the grave consequences of Harrow's journey. Of Harrow's journey. 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 <laughs> I was disappointed, though, that we didn't meet the third personality of Moon Knight. So we have the great finale battle action sequence. We have Khonshu, who's been risen by Layla, but Layla refuses him as an avatar. Khonshu is fighting Amit. I couldn't tell if it was, like, in the open for all humans to see or it was just, like, on a field of planes for gods and people who are connected to the gods to see. I think it was for everyone to see. Which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the, especially when they were they were battling inside the tomb area, but then they were battling as giant, huge avatar gods, like, next to the pyramid, which was pretty epic. And then... We have Harrow versus Layla, and I'm just going to call it Knight because it's Mr. Knight and Moon Knight because Mark and Mark and Steven are risen again. They accept Conchu's power, but they negotiate that once their job is done that they will be free and no longer be working as the avatar for Conchu. And Layla, she finally accepts Tarouette as an avatar. She tried to recruit Layla, you could say, while um, Mark was still in the field of the reeds in order to try to save the day or try to help her stop Harrow. So now she has the power of Tarot. She's that avatar. And now she has superpowers. So now she's just the new superhero. But it makes me confused why all the other avatars didn't have, like, superpowers like this. Only a couple of them did at the yeah, right moment. Yeah, it wasn't really explained because Harrow, like you said, took them out so easily. He said, you're just judges now. That was yeah. just, like, a quick line, I think, to dismiss it. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, I guess it, they they never really clearly define like which avatars have powers, which avatars don't. They're just observers, whereas Khonshu and these other ones have powers. So yeah. that, I guess that was clear, definitely not well defined leading up to this moment. So it was a little confusing. It was a little confusing for me how Harrow took them out so quickly, like they were just humans. Yeah, but I that, they just, just I think that yeah. line covers it. Like you're, you're just, just, a, you're just judges now. You don't have a lot of power, basically. Yeah. Maybe they forfeited their powers or something like that because you would think like seven gods could stop one. Mm -hmm. But I like the battle sequences again between Layla, who's now uh, the the Tarot superpower, and then Moon Knight. But it's Knight and Mister Knight and Moon Knight going back and forth. They're using their strengths at the right moments to, to just be super effective in battle. It's a lot of great back and forth between their personalities and the costumes as well. Super cool. And, and Layla has a great costume. Yeah, it's great she costume. She looks awesome. Yeah. yeah, and her wings are like deflect bolts Gold and wings. stuff like yeah. that. Super badass. And But however, Harrow defeats them, but then he blacks out. And so this is obviously the third personality. Is this Jake Lockley 
who we've all been waiting to see, who was inside the sarcophagus. Who is inside. Jake Lockley? It's another persona. It's another uh. alternate alter ego of Mark Spector, I believe, that was... I, I, I'm not sure exactly what it's going to be like in the show, but I think in the comics it was like an alter ego who used to be do like even more horrific things that Mark even couldn't do, like more mm. tough and difficult uh, tasks and maybe horrific things. But uh-huh. obviously it seems like Jake Lockley is the most powerful when in control of the Moon Knight power, of the Khonshu power. I'm just bummed we didn't see him. We got Because Mark gets defeated, and Steven gets defeated by Harrow. Oh, yeah, and Layla. Like, and he, then he blacks he out, out. And yeah. then everyone's dead, except almost dead, except for Moon Knight. He stops whoever the third personality is from killing Harrow yeah. right as he has like an axe to his face. And then the episode ends with probably the best scene in the entire series, this great post credit scene where... Harrow's in a mental institution, and he's safe. And then someone kidnaps him, takes him away, puts him into this huge white limo, and then Khonshu's sitting inside. And it's a Khonshu we haven't seen before. He's wearing a suit. He seems very relaxed. And then we get the reveal of Jake, the third personality, who speaks in a different language, and then he just straight up kills Harrow. And Khonshu reveals that, like, he never wanted... He never wanted Layla as an avatar because why would he need anyone else? He doesn't even need he doesn't even need Mark or Steven because he has Jake, who clearly who clearly seems to be a ruthless assassin killer, um, and he's able to do the dirty work that Khonshu has always wanted Mark and Steven to do, but they're unwilling to do for the, for the future. So it's a very strong ending to the series. At first, I wasn't happy with not seeing Jake, but then I think finishing up with this scene was a lot of fun. I think it's a great ending to the series. And like I said, it's the strongest scene of the entire series so far, I think. Mark and Steven sharing the body again, and they're still tying themselves up to prevent that third personality from getting out. So they're kind of like back where they started, but they've obviously changed and grown together. And I still, I wish I knew, I wanted to know who the third personality is. I wanted to see it. I agree. And Khonshu, as his last order of business, he wants Mark to kill Harrow because now that Amit has been trapped in, in uh, what would they say? What's the what's the term they used? It's been mortal. She she's been basically trapped inside her mortal avatar of Harrow that they can now imprison Harrow and Amit together. But Moon Knight wants to Khonshu um, want, wants Moon Knight to kill. Harrow, which will also kill Amit so that Amit can never be uh, raised again. But Mark and Steven, you know, working together now, Mark has become has grown so much as a character. He refuses to kill Harrow and Amit and says, if you want to do it, do it yourself, basically, to Khonshu. And we'll see the future. I'm sure Moon Knight's going to be back, even though yeah. even though they rejected Khonshu after this event, but they got to have him back. Bind. They wanted, they binded Amit to Harrow's bound? body. Okay, bound. So that's, that's what the, the word was. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot, and some other things that happened, uh, Layla and Tyrett, their interaction, we find out that Tyrett knew her father. Her father would be so proud that she's now like an avatar. Maybe he was an avatar at one point. Oh, no, she she brought him to the read of... No, I know, but oh, maybe yeah, he yeah. was an avatar oh, gotcha, at some point. Gotcha. And so Tyrett knew her father by bringing him to the, her, him to the field of reeds. Um, let's see what else happens. Oh, we got a little more of the philosophies between Ahmet and Khonshu, where Khonshu wants to punish those who commit evil. That's his, that's his, like, basically motivation in, as a, as a god, whereas 
Amit wants the same thing, but she doesn't want them to let them commit evil. So she stops people from committing evil. So she she kills them before they even have a chance to do it. Yeah. Which is, you could say, unfair. Yeah, it's a minority report. Exactly. Yeah. So they, they have... They both feel just in their opinions and in their ideologies. And they're both basically fighting for the same thing, but are going about it in very different ways. And uh, obviously, Amit's intentions are very unfair, not giving people the choice to make a decision whether to to pursue evil or not. Now, last episode, last week's episode, I was worried they wouldn't have enough time to fill in all the storylines and all the, you know, wrapping all the things up with the bow, all these arcs. I think they did a pretty solid job. It still was a lot to pack in for one episode because we even have the episodes not even over after the defeat of Amit. We have Stephen and Mark waking up together in the mental asylum and Harrow is the doctor. However, Harrow has the bleeding feet and Harrow's even confused like, why are my feet bleeding? So maybe Harrow doesn't understand as well what's going on. Is that all really just happening inside Mark and Stephen's mind? Because then they wake up in Stephen's apartment and they're tied to the post again. Now, is this rope tied to the post? Is it Was it Stephen trying to trap Mark there or was it Stephen and Mark trying to trap Jake there like I'm still like I think it's the latter because they know the code to the to the unlocking it well you could argue that Mark didn't know the code at first but now they knew now Now they they both know know because they but I am confused about the hospital because that means that because Harrow has to have known what happened within the hospital and episodes four and five because he knew about Mark's childhood because Mm -hmm. that means he saw and listened to all the memories because he references the brother's death at the end of this uh, at the end of this episode during the battle so that means that harrow was aware in i guess involved in that sequence because if it was just a self-created limbo and harrow was a projection then harrow the real harrow wouldn't really know what happened in that asylum limbo and so that that means it, that harrow had to have been there to really know what was going on and then also that would make that would mean that the ending was real, where Harrow is trapped in the asylum limbo, but trapped by Mark and Steven. I think I, I still find that a little confusing. If anyone has a better understanding of it, feel free to DM us. But I'm I'm a little left like kind of confused about what exactly is in his head, what isn't what's in his it, head, but also how Harrow was involved in the original asylum. I thought it was just like a projection created, manifested by uh, Steven and Mark's minds, mm-hmm. the creation of Harrow. Because Harrow was still alive, exactly. Yeah. But Harrow in this in this episode referenced what happened in that asylum. Yeah, that's a good. That's point. That's what's confusing because because if that's a projection of that limbo before going into paradise or being judged, I mean, yeah. on the ship, then how is he here again as the same kind of character? Unless they're both projections, it's yeah, it's a little little. That's tonally, that, yeah. I would say it's that, not completely consistent. Yeah, that left me confused. I'm sure there's an explanation. Yeah. But for season two, if they're going to make a season two, I'm sure they will, unless they make like a movie. But I feel like the mo- what they have in production, they don't really have time for Moon Knight in the next couple of years. So I'm, I'm sure they'll just go to a season two of the show. Will Jake go back to Khonshu behind their back? Maybe will Jake can take control of the body and, and realign his body and become the avatar of Khonshu again? Idea. That's what I'm guessing. Because he be- wasn't part of the deal. Because Mark and Steven said they want to be freed, but will Jake take control and be like, I want I want the powers back. I'm going to go fight with Khonshu again because we have to get, obviously, Moon Knight back. And then clearly Layla is going to stay as Tarawet's avatar. She didn't seem like she was going to relinquish control and wants to stay a god, I'm sure. 
seems like Tara would a much um, easier god to be the avatar of. She's, she doesn't she's, manipulate or control. She's so sweet. Yeah. She's a little, she's a hippo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, pretty solid finale, covered up and, and tied up a lot of ends and little storylines and arcs. Curious to see what they go do going forward. But again, I think it'll be a show rather than a movie because we have Blade coming out, a Werewolf by Night special that's supposed to be coming to the MCU. Daredevil, they're supposed to be doing a new season of that or a movie of that. So there's there's so much that they're doing. They're doing the Agatha Harkness. I mean, Black Knight. So there's so much TV. Oh, those are TV shows. Well, not well. Blade's a movie, yeah, obviously. Yeah, the other's a TV. I'm pretty sure the other's a TV. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure Daredevil is just going to be a, a TV show reboot for Disney Plus mm-hmm. because it's been off the air for a few years now. Uh-huh. And then there's, there's just so much project. So I, I feel like it, if they're going to do a new Moonlight project, it'll probably be a TV series. Maybe he'll crop up in movies here and there. And on top of that, the Disney um, is releasing Star Wars shows as well. So those they're not going to overlap shows. They don't do that when there's new releases. So it's not like those that are going to come out back to back to back to back. There's going to be other Star Wars shows, Mandalorian, the other spinoffs of that franchise coming out on Disney Plus as well. So it's not like those are all going to be in one year. They're going to be doing like Marvel, Star Wars, Marvel, Star Wars, Marvel, Star Wars. So those are going to be slowly rolled out. And since Moon Knight's not on the slate at all, I don't see... I mean, I would like Moon Knight as a movie. It'd be cool. I think it'd be cool. I think they could do it with like great CGI. Because yeah. yeah. the CGI, you get used to it watching yeah. this show. The first couple episodes, I was like, this is pretty yeah. mad. I, I think the CGI was the weakness of the show. But it got you got used to it. it, it I think the finale was pretty solid. You yeah. accepted it by then. The suits looked pretty good. The suit looks better in dark lighting. But I still, I my biggest con to the show, I wish they had, I understand why there are scenes where they need to do a CGI suit for when it's coming off and on. Especially in the finale when it's going from the suit to it's going from Marks to Steven's suit back and forth. I understand you get a CGI that, but I still think that seeing the suit completely animated the whole time, Iron Man, you can get away with it because it's metal and it looks better CGI. But fabric, he does have some. Iron Man sometimes does have like actual practical. Yeah, parts yeah, sometimes the, some parts yeah. of the suit. But but last few the last few movies, he was just wearing a comfortable suit mm-hmm. because Downey didn't want to wear the armor anymore. But when you have fabric and texture. Like uh, like that Moon Knight has it doesn't quite sell it on the CGI and the movement wasn't quite right and like when someone like Layla puts a hand on the suit you can tell like her hand is on a CGI animation so I hope whenever Moon Knight comes back they can start using a practical suit more often we'll see I hope so that was uh, my for, for the, I like the show a lot but that was my biggest con to the show was a completely CGI suit I like yeah at least some close ups like with the mask and hood would yeah. be really cool just practical effects but overall solid show they did a good job Oscar Isaac is freaking awesome killing it as Steve Mark hopefully we'll see him as Jake in the future and Moon Knight really great job the guy just could carry any kind of TV show or movies. He's one of the best actors working today. That wraps this little review and recap of the finale of Moon Knight, Gods and Monsters. We got some great other content coming for you this week. Thanks so much for tuning in around the world. Take care, everybody. Bye, everyone. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.